The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, this is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. Welcome to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. We're here for you and we're ready to go. Let's do it. Hello, Las Vegas. What's happening? Good morning. Good morning. I'm to the beat, right? Uh-huh. You on I the got beat. beat. I'm, I'm, yep. Okay, got it. Yep. On yep. the yep. beat. Yep. All yep. right, Rhonda, 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 Rhonda. It is a crazy time. Crazy time, man. Okay, PPP out of money. They're not out of money. Well, They're not out of money. Let me explain. Okay, uh, please. I you know. Let's just jump right in because I'm, I'm I'm thoroughly confused. Okay, so now if you received your PPP from a traditional bank like Chase, Bank of America, and all those places, yes, they're done giving out money. It's a wrap. If you received your money from a CDFI, they still have money left to fund sole proprietors, independent contractors, and 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 people with that type of background. So, basically, now, if you had already received PPP number one, okay, but you hadn't quite done your PPP number two application yet, right? there's still money saved for you. So, if you go back to the same bank where you got your first PPP from, they still have money saved for you. They had, they had turned in your name and the amount, so the SBA was holding money for you. So, if you did your first one through Lendio or Blue Acorn or Smart Biz or any of those businesses, uh, uh, Cross River Bank, if you did your number one PPP through them, they have money for your second PPP and you will be funded. But if you didn't do your first one through them and you did it through the large banks, then what? what? Then you're SOL. Got it. So, Got it. <laughs> so Got it. What you, okay. what you can do is. I'm but, sold. But you are, but you're not. Just because you went to one bank for your first one doesn't mean that you have to go back to that bank. Okay. So basically, if you if you had your first one with you know any of those banks that I mentioned earlier and they're out of money, you can go and do your second loan at a different bank. You can go to several different banks to do it. All you need to do is have your actual first PPP loan number and amount to do your second request with the new with the new bank. Got it. Okay. So it, it's and I know that's hot because. I've gotten several phone calls saying they're out of money. And I'm like, I I don't know. I guess. Um, if you are a minority, because see, the CDFIs are servicing minorities. So if you are a minority or you are a veteran or anything like that, they have money for you. They have money for you. They yes. have money for you. One particular bank that I deal with has $8 billion. And they're like, we're going to take applications until our money is exhausted. And they're still taking applications because they were prepared to take applications to May 31st. Remember, the banks were prepared to be done April 30th. They wanted to be done. You know, traditional banks, April 30th was the first cutoff date. So when that cutoff date came, they were like, okay, I'm done. Got it. Okay, May Okay, May 31st, May 31st. So if just to repeat it back to you to make sure I understood, just because you got your PPP the first draw through some through anyone, you don't necessarily have to go back there to get your second. You do not. You just need to have your loan application number, and and everyone, it's emailed to you, and you should be able to log in and get your loan application number. Use that number to go in and apply for your second draw, so you can get your second draw, and you do have until May thirty first to get said second draw. And if you do your application within those last five days of yes. May. 
they're still going to fund your application. They're going to be, they have until mid-July to pass out all the money. Got it. Thank you, Rhonda. That was that was actually a good update. I Only because, you know, rumor has it that, you know, they're out of money. But no, they're out of money at the place you're going. You got to go across the street. <laughs> right. got to walk across the street. Because if you walk across the street, <laughs> doors are open and we are giving the PPP loans. And still, even with the PPP loans, remember, you still need to use the money in a certain way. Or it turns into a loan if you don't. It turns into a loan, a 1% a, a loan. And But if you wanted to be forgiven there's certain documentation that you need to turn in to the bank whom you receive the funds through in order for the loan to be forgiven that is correct so basically you have to keep in mind you can use a hundred percent on payroll for yourself or you can use 60 percent right but you have the minimum of 60 percent you have to use 60 percent of the money to pay yourself to keep your business open and the other 40 percent you can use to pay your rent your light bill your mortgage your internet bill that type of thing the things that you, you need to keep your business open so please keep that in mind and also please keep your documents it's a paper trail folks you got to show the people when you go for forgiveness and let me just say this just because you've just exhausted your funds you don't apply for forgiveness the next day OK, what's going to happen is that your bank is going to send you a link when they're ready to take forgiveness applications. And then when they send you that link, that's when you fill out the document. But all, but remember, have all your documents ready to show proof that you did, i.e. pay yourself or i.e. pay your bills to keep your business open. Got it. My name is Leah Crawford. And my name is Rhonda Nolan. And that was Rhonda with the fabulous PPP update, y'all. Yes, Rhonda, thank you for staying on top of that. Thank you. I know I, I truly appreciate that because... When we are asked questions about it, you know, first, well, they don't have no more money. And I'm like, I, OK, let me call somebody and ask. I, I don't know. I don't because I haven't been focused on that. My focus has turned because it's tax season. Right. So last week on Thursday, what happened was is all the news people got on TV and said they're out. The SBA is out of money. No more PPP funding. And that wasn't exactly true. And so people started, you know, getting in frenzy. People who had not received any documentation from their banks, they hadn't received their, you know, an approval from the SBA or they haven't received their 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 contracts saying they were going to get the money. All those people went into heart failure last Thursday because they thought that they would not be able to get the loan. And so that was not the case. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, you know, your focus is thank you, Ron. That's why I love having a partner, a partner that that we can do different things and bounce off of each other because I've been focused on tax season because this has been a crazy tax season. First thing, if you got unemployment, if you got unemployment and you filed your return before Congress enacted the $10,500 exemption, do not file an amended return. The IRS is automatically correcting those returns that were filed prior to, and I want to say it was about March 5th. So if you're an early filer, you got unemployment, and it was taxable income to you, you will be receiving a small check back from, a check back from the IRS. Do not file an amendment. The reason why I'm saying that, because last time I checked, it's at least two to three million returns that are in a truck outside IRS um, centers. <laughs> so you don't want your stuff caught in this frenzy, this frenzy. The IRS is going to automatically correct those returns, send you out the difference. And what I can say, when you get the notices from the IRS, read the notice. Don't just look at the front, you know, the front page and, and, and the amount due or um, the amount owed. 
read the documents so that you can understand what they are saying, what they are saying. And talked about this on another um, on another outlet, Ghost Prepares. And we talked about this before. Ghost we did prepares. touch on it once, once right, before. Once, once before, Ghost Prepares. So there's a lot of people out here doing returns, not signing them. Doing all types of stuff on tax returns, not signing them. Ghost Prepares. For, for us, when we prepare a return, the little box underneath your signature is the signature section for the person that prepares the returns. Mm-hmm. If you pay somebody, make sure they fill out that box. Okay, because if they don't fill out that box and they click, because what I've seen a lot is they click self-prepared and the per- I don't know what's on this return. Well, per this, it says you self self-prepared it, right? So, well, I paid somebody. Who'd you pay? The ghost? Because here it says you self-prepared it. Just want us to be, as consumers, a little bit more educated. If you pay somebody, make sure they sign that, make sure they, they sign that, that return. As a matter of fact, they have to sign their name and put their special code down because they have a special the P-10, code. We have, we have, we have preparer tax ID numbers. And in all actuality, we've had them for, for 20 plus years. Because before, again, I'm telling my age, we used to put our social security numbers on, on your tax returns. Wow. Okay, so back in, back, back, way back when, my first started preparing returns, I had to put my social security number on, on your return. Now I have a preparer tax ID number that I have to register for every year. I use that um, as my um, as my ID number so that they can so the IRS can monitor the returns I'm doing mm-hmm. and see exactly what how many so I know every year how many returns I do how many my office does I know that because just adamant about making sure that we are accountable. That's our Picasso. We put these numbers together on this return and presented it and what I guess a lot of us don't well educate you when you do a tax return you're taking a position that these deductions are allowable okay some people are riskier and do some riskier things with tax returns some are not but you're taking a position and can you defend that position so when our clients come into our office we're asking for a lot of documents if you are you know if you just have a w-2 real simple because the position somebody told on you they told how much money you made they paid your taxes everything else not a problem they gave you a w-2 this year though with the 1099s they broke them out a little bit you know you got your 1099 nec where it was non-employee compensation and then you had your 1099 miscellaneous along with royalties and different things like that because we see a lot of stuff and just understanding where to put those numbers on the tax return. Because if you are a non-employee, you got compensation. Well, do you have a business license? So I can decide what line to put it on. Um, do you have expenses that go against that money that you earn? Because if you spent money to earn this money, that's deductible to you, depending on what the what the you know expenses are. So understanding all of that, being able to prepare to return, take a position, sign it. Because if the IRS asks you questions later on about said deductions, you don't have to answer them because I already had a documentation. I'm going to answer them. Right. I'm going to answer them. And that's part of what we do, you know, what we do. And this tax season has been, you know, because it's hard. I ask the hard questions up front. And I come into the office, I'm like, okay, so you sure you did that? And how'd you do that? You know, do you have business disorders? Do you have, do you have, uh, do you have a business license? And in the past, that stumped a lot of people. But now the ones that I've been working with are glad that they did have the business licenses because they were able to go and get the pets grant because now you have a state of Nevada business license. Got it. So you it 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 makes it helps when you just do the paperwork for what you're saying you're doing, because you can't tell me that you're A, B and C when you G 
Right. You just G. You just you just you just not doing what you said that you're doing with no documentation. Right. And if you are an entrepreneur and you have more than one business yes. and you have separate uh, EIN numbers, yes. you can have separate profit and loss statements for those businesses. Well, you're, but, well you should because <laughs> each business has a NAICS code, mm-hmm. right? So if I am, unless they're interrelated, because you can do consolidated, but that's more on a corporate structure mm-hmm. and not on a sole prop structure. But on a sole prop structure, if you're doing different things, you got different EIN numbers. Um, you might be using different bank accounts. I mean, you could be doing a whole bunch of just a whole bunch of different stuff. But again, just know what documents go with what you set up. Just know what documents that go with what you with what you set up. Because I know for me, I have S corps. The S corp owns other stuff but I mean it's just it's, it's complicated but when I map it out I can I know exactly what owns what and the reforms we need to file in order for us to report the income you mm-hmm. know so but you got to map it out and it has to make sense it has to make sense mm-hmm. you know but sit down with someone that understands it you have to sit down with a professional people with a prof- we professional. keep we keep saying this to all you small business owners you have to have your accountant your lawyers your marketing consultants you ha- just like the president has a cabinet of advisors you got your team you have to squad. have a squad that's advising squad. you you should be running you know all of these things by a couple people before you actually <laughs> execute to make sure you're on the right path well the thing about it is is that I had a client come in that was um he he was a retired executive and that's how he ran his business. I mean, I made some suggestions to him. He's like, he, and, and the thing about it, he sat in my office and wrote them down, ran them past his in-house accountant, mm-hmm. his friend that was an attorney. He was like, okay, Leah, like it, got it. They like it. How do we implement it? You know, one idea he was like, no, I don't want to do that. Okay. But we're going to do this. And it's like, we're able to have dialogue about the business and talk about what is the plan and then how do we move forward and not just not just jump in, do something and say, oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. And I think a lot of times, especially with this pandemic, a lot of people are realizing, oh, my God, mm-hmm. my business isn't in, you know, isn't in order. Like, I know if you the PPP money, the idle money, if we that money was because we didn't know what was going to happen. We still right. don't know what's going to happen because we're not out of this yet. No, we're not. We're not out of this yet. And how are you spending your money? How right. are you spending your money? How are you spending your money? Are you are you living lavishly? Or are you making sure that you want to know what? I got to make sure that June's bills, are, you know, May is paid. Now I got to make sure June is paid. I got to make sure July is paid. I need to keep the doors open in my business, another thing I wanted to talk to you about was um, unemployment fraud. Oh, yeah. I read an article yesterday. They called a lot of people. And they should have because I told you that my office manager, I got one sent to my office and my office manager filed unemployment. Right. <laughs> She's still working every day. Right. We're every day. <laughs> it never stops. Every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. Right. So, and had we not opened the mail because you have so many days to dispute a uh, Unemployment claim, and well, employers know you have employees. When someone files unemployment, the unemployment deeder sends you a notice saying that this person was laid off for this reason. You can dispute this claim if you have just cause for them not being there. And because of the pandemic, you know, a lot of people are getting them. I was probably, I have three other clients that got one. One of them came in his name, the unemployment claim. My office managers, hers came in, um, 
in the office and I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, so you're not working. Okay. <laughs> and she and, and the hard part about it is she felt embarrassed. Right. And it's like, it's nothing for you to be embarrassed about, but this is how real it is out here, guys. As a, as a bus- business owners, I can only tell you, open your mail. $69 million in PUA fraud. The government has found the organizations who have who had who took people's identities and applied for unemployment through PUA. And that $69 million was returned back to said states that this happened in. Government is not playing with you. You will go to jail. Well, you want to know what I told you about? Well, I, I, I sent you the text message, right? Right. <laughs> I sent you the text message. I'm, and then, you know, that was my saying from the beginning. I was like, Rhonda, they're going to jail. They're going to jail. Because I told you about the one the one, the one, one person that called me because the banks froze his account when he got the idle advance. And I'm like, real simple. When you have a business, they ask you different questions when you open up a bank account. That is right. You know, and my only question to him was, you know, well, what business did you say? That you had. And he was like, you know, I said I had a landscaping business. I was like, well, do you own a lawnmower? And he and he looked at me, you know, cross-eyed, like, lawn, yeah, do you own a lawnmower? So this is not a lick, guys. It's not a lick. So for people who try to take advantage of the situation, right. you will be getting a knock on your door because this money really were, was for the real small businesses, people who really run small businesses to feed their family. And for all of you folks who decided to take advantage of it and pretend like you had a business, they're coming to knock on your door. Right. Uh, Rhonda, Rhonda, I, and, and, you know, I hate, I, well, you know, people always say I got stuff to say that ain't always sometimes the nicest when it comes out. But I can tell you this, truly, for for the small business owners that I know, they are grateful that they were able to stay in business during this time. Mm -hmm. And it's it's interesting because the small business owners that I know were hesitant to apply for this money. Mm -hmm. They were, and and when the money came, they were hesitant to even take the money because they were like, hey, I don't know. And honestly, most of them still have their money. Right. Most of them, I mean, they, they, they use the money sparingly. They're not going shopping. They're not doing, no, they, no, because I, I need to make sure, number one, I got to pay this money back. Right. Especially for the idle loan. I got to pay this money back. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure that I'm spending this money so that my business, my business can stay open. I don't know what the true impact of this is going to be. Again, my name is Leah Crawford. My name is Rhonda Nolan. And we are Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. And we are discussing this thing because that's what we do. We discuss it, have have real life dialogue. Because Rhonda and I talk about this stuff on a regular basis, sending each other text messages, giggling, laughing, but then really seriously understanding that, you know, being a small business owner, you what you eat, you kill. We don't I, we don't get paychecks. Right. Our paychecks are what we actually earn. And it's different. So I'm disheartened when I hear other people just thinking this this is something to play with because it's not because my livelihood is at stake. That's right. And speaking of idle, you may if you received an idle loan last year, you and you received um, uh, some of the ten thousand dollar upfront grant money, advance money. They may have sent you a thousand or two thousand. 
Well, they may have sent you an email stating that that uh, you could apply for the balance of that grant because they really wanted to give each business $10,000, but they ran out of money, so they just gave people 1000 here, 2000 there. Well, here's the stipulation to that. Your business has to be in a low-income area. Yes. So if you receive the email respond. and you respond, if, if your business is in a low-income area. They have a tool for that, too, though, on the site, I think. No, Okay, but if you are not in a low-income area, nine times out of ten, they're going to say no. And they've done that for, to several of my clients. They, they, they told them no because their business is, was not in a low-income area. Now, you can try to dispute that, okay? And that's what I'm doing now because... Um, Washington, D.C. is not in a low-income area. <laughs> so, <laughs> who knew? And and we're disputing that because we're like, just because, and our dispute is, just because we are not in a low-income area does not mean that we were not impacted. That, and that is correct. If you if you have a storefront business, business and I was closed, and you were I closed, or you're halfway closed now, you're still impacted. So you could still use the balance of that money to keep your business open. Yeah, I, I Girl, I was stuttering last. I was stuttering. I looked at the letter. I was like, now how and how and how in the. But the reality of it is we they're impacted. That's right. They're impacted. So all businesses you, were impacted. No matter what their addresses or zip codes are, they were all impacted. At the point that you're not bringing any money in, that is an impact. Right. That's the impact. At the point where you're paying for rent and insurance on the building that yes. you have a storefront store yes. and you don't have the foot traffic you used to because of COVID, you're still impacted. So guess what? That's one thing I like about the SBA. They can tell you no, but they give you an opportunity to fight back. They give you an opportunity. Give me a good reason why I should give yes, it to you. They were like, what, why should I give this to you? And if you give them a sound enough reason and a plan, they're like, okay, but it's got to make sense. It got to make, it has, it has to make sense, but... Good. You know, I actually, that's funny you say that because I'm about to um, reply for a few people because they were denied because mm-hmm. of their, um, because of where they are. Mm-hmm. And we have to respond to say, um, no, we were impacted and these are the reason what, reasons why. The other thing is the additional funds for the idle loan. Mm-hmm. They're out there. Mm-hmm. It's out there. Um, those, those applications have been coming out. Um, reply, ask. Um, and then see because and the process is taking a little bit longer than mm-hmm. what it normally than what it normally would. They're making sure that your files are complete. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have to have a resolution mm-hmm. of from your um, board because again, a lot yes, of yes, you sure do. These, a lot of us set up these corporations right and don't have a clue. Ain't never had a board meeting and, and no, never, never, never. Got to have a resolution. And I love like you said about the SBA. If you're not sure how to do a resolution, email them back. How do I do a resolution? They will email you back a template to show you how to do said resolution. They will also um, hazard insurance Mm -hmm. because they want hazard insurance. Insurance companies, and I won't, you know, and I didn't realize I had hazard insurance, but insurance companies, um, they they have the policies and they know that you need this in order, you know, just for the file, for your file with the SBA. Get the, again, documents, guys, documents, making sure you're handling your business. Even if you have to sit on down on Sunday night, write down everything you have to do and start checking it off during the week. I got to get hazard insurance. You know, I got to get this. I got to do a resolution. Sit down, write out the resolution. It's not, it's, it's, it's four lines. Right. It's not it's that four hard. Lines. It's four lines. Got it. You sign it. It's done. But they want this so that you know that you're there. Not you're acknowledging that you can. Number one, you have the authority to sign for this loan, right? Right, and that you are aware that this loan was taken out on the corporation's behalf, right? So, 
again, kudos to the SBA. Also with the SBA, they got attorneys answering their, those call lines. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> I, attorneys I, that answer those call that lines. That was brought to my attention. The customer service people you are speaking to <laughs> are, are attorneys. They're attorneys. They're not me or Leah or any of our friends just answering the phones, giving you information. Well, they are some of my friends, but they, but they, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're they got Esquire. Some, some they got the, Esquire Some of them are our friends, but you're right. They are. They, those yeah. are attorneys that you're talking to, so please... Please speak to them nicely, okay? Because I know sometimes we get a little excited, you know, especially when we're in the rears and we need the money and we want them to move faster because they don't move fast. No. But it's no need of cussing out the customer service people. You need to be nice to the customer service people because they can help you or hurt you. Well, the thing about it is is that I've even called, and um, what I love is is that they are friendly when you call them. They are because they're, they're inundated with phone calls and emails because the SBA has processed probably in the past year more loans than they've processed in the past 20 years. That's correct. Just in the past year. Mm -hmm. So just be patient. Just be patient. You know, um, it's not like this is a situation that you created. And you know how sometimes you might not have enough money to do what you need to do. So you got to figure it out. No, this is a pandemic. Everyone is aware of it. Um, I know banks that are work. Banks are working with you. Everybody is trying to work to make sure that we can make it through. Now, what I but that also means is if you have the money to pay your bills, pay, pay your bills. bills. Real pay easy. Just your pay bills. your bills. Real, real, real easy. Real. It's very. Just pay the bill. It's very simple. You mean if I get the just pay the bill? Just pay the bill. When you receive the money, whichever, the whichever money you receive, pay the bill. Pay your bills. The first thing you should be paying is the mortgage or rent on the place where you live. You have to have a roof over your head, right? Roof over your head, then, and and if you got an office space, pay pay that, pay them. Then next, you got to pay your insurance in case something happens. The roof blows off. You got to got to be able to put another I don't one know, on. Rhonda, I think I put that. In, I think I pay the insurance first. Then, <laughs> I'm just saying. I think I pay the insurance. Then first. you got to pay Envy Energy, baby. You got it's hot outside. You got to have your air conditioner on. <laughs> so I got, you, I, I, you I, pay the people. Pay, pay all the people. Pay the people. Pay so, the people. CenturyLink, AT and T, Verizon, Cox. We need our phone. We pay need our em. cell phones. We pay need em. our internet service. Pay, pay the people. Pay the the people. people gave you the money to pay the people. Pay the people. <laughs> pay the people. Pay the people. But I and and it's so funny because I remember you. I mean you have pay just pay pay them because you want to pay like for me I'm 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 I'm, I'm insurance is first. So like before I pay mortgages, rents, anything, I'll make sure that my life insurance is paid. All you know, just all the insurances that I have, make sure all those are paid, and then we go down the checklist from you know, then we go down the checklist from there. And young people living at home with your parents, save some of your money, baby. Stay out of the Louis Vuitton store and the Gucci store and the Louboutin store and all those stores that I've seen you in. Just go save get one pair. Your Don't, you ain't money. Spend all the money. Just right. go get one pair. You can get one. Okay, you can get one designer <laughs> gotta handbag. Go get one. Gotta go get one. One designer get handbag one. and one designer you. shoe. But that's it. The rest of it, save your money because again, listen. In a minute, all of that's gonna run out. All that unemployment and that extra $300 and all that jazz is going to be over. Speaking of the unemployment, you know, in certain states, because, um, you know, people aren't going, aren't really going back to work now because they're getting unemployment. Right. You know, in certain states, if you get offered a job and you don't go to work. Your unemployment cut, gets cut your, off. Your, 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 your unemployment gets cut off. Your unemployment gets cut off because um, I was reading in the paper. Well, I was reading on the Internet because I don't, don't get the paper anymore. That some of the employers here are having problems finding employees. I know I couldn't get an Uber or Lyft because I was like, how it take y'all forever to get over here? Every business, small, medium, or large, is looking for good talent. Everybody is trying to hire great talent because guess what, folks? We're open. People, have you seen the streets of the Strip the last two months? 
it looks fabulous. Everybody from all... I've never been so happy to see people. All of the Americans from the United States are coming to Las Vegas to let their hair down. So we have been busier than busy. And spending their money. And they're spending their money. So we need people to go to work to be able to give them the great service that we've given them in the past. And you want to know what, though? Vegas is known for great service. They're known for great service. Amazing service. And, you know, it makes it so hard because when you go out of town and and you go to different places, you're like, "Mm, y'all service not where our service is. Not. Right. It's not. It's not. But what I can say is we're not out we're not out of this thing yet. We're not. We're not. It's been now 14, 15 months. We don't know where this thing is going. Um wear your mask. Be safe. Support small businesses because our businesses are open. They need the cash flow. They're providing the service. I mean, people are out and about. But be safe. And you be can safe. support the small businesses Monday through Thursday. You don't have to wait till Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can support the small small business restaurants and lounges during the week. You know, I eat every day. Well, I know you do. I eat every day. <laughs> I do. I eat, I, eat, I eat every day, every day. Every day somebody gets every day. Every, every day. day. But, yeah. that's a, but that was pre-pandemic, though. That right. Was, yeah, just haven't changed. All right. Okay. Well, Rhonda, I think we're just on one time this month. I think that's just the, the No. We're doing uh, two? Yeah, I think we're doing two. We're doing two? We're doing two? Let me check. We're doing two? Okay, because I, I know, know we're the third and fifth Saturday. Right. Third and fifth Saturday. Guys, and remember, taxes. File an extension by Monday um, or file your return. But let me just say this. The extension is for, for you to file, not to pay. So if you owed last year, at least pay what you owed last year to be on the safe side. If everything was drastically different, then... Um, Pay what you estimate you might owe because the extension is to file, not to pay. And with that, with that, Rhonda, I guess we had a conversation again at the end of the month. We will. We will see you at the end of the month. It's been fantastic. Enjoy your Saturday. Don't forget to go out and go for a walk and feel the sunshine on your skin. Hey. You have been listening to a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you heard do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education.